Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. And today we have a wonderful mindful chat with Alexandra. She is Bulgarian immigrant um, nurse, and she has also an author of a book that she has written. And I'd love for you to learn more about her. She has a lot of insight, not only into the integrative health space, but in aspects for herself and also even in um self-improvement, financial health, and how she's kind of changed her life and her story. So um, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm glad. So um, tell us a little fun fact that people may not know about you. It's more of a confession. Um, Most of my friends really don't know that my favorite activity is deep sleep. I, If I could get paid to sleep by the hour, I would be the most strongest work ethic uh, performer that you could imagine. Unfortunately, that can't happen. And at the same time, I try to be my best to be very unasleep with any other aspect of my life, such as my health, spirituality, career, finances, and relationships. But yeah, I love to sleep. And I don't lose very much because otherwise I wouldn't have accomplished what I have accomplished so far. Right, It's a trade-off. Yeah. Um, sleep is so important and not just sleep, but like quality sleep, you know, it's like you said, deep sleep. That's a pretty, um, important aspect that, uh, yeah, I think, rarely think have dreams. you know, yeah. You know, people say, Oh, I sleep, but then I'm like, Oh, do you really sleep? Are you pretty sound? Is it quality or is it just like whatever? So I'm glad that you're really kind of discussing that a little bit. So, um, let's kind of go into, um, where, you know, your story of how you kind of transitioned. I mean, you are a registered nurse, correct? And, yes. you know, and you know, how, how did um, things change for you? And what, what exactly um, happened for you? Oh, many things happened. I wasn't always a registered nurse. I was a, a professional classical violinist for 26 years before I became oh a nurse. That's I've been a nurse. Yeah. Uh, since 2011, I've been a nurse, but I came to the United States from Bulgaria in 2000 on a student visa. And I earned my master's and doctoral degrees in violin at Louisiana State University. Beautiful. And um, then I went to Syracuse, New York, where I won a part-time position with the Syracuse Symphony Orchestra, uh, which unfortunately bankrupted in 2011. But I saw things were going downward with the industry in general, the orchestra industry, when um, orchestra started bankrupting and downsizing 2006, between 2006 and 2009. So in 2008, I decided to go to nursing school after 11 years of college as a musician and with no science base whatsoever, I took the leap of faith and I figured it's time to do something different because I couldn't stay asleep to the fact that the market was becoming less and less favorable to musicians. The competition was growing, of course, because the more orchestras 
bankruptcy, the more hungry musicians out there you have, and many of them exceptionally good musicians. So at some point I realized I couldn't compete or even try to compete because when you audition for orchestras, um, you compete against 40 to 500 people, depending on how famous the orchestra is, right? And how wow. popular. So it was time to wake up. Uh, I had been asleep on the wheel for probably the last 10 years uh, until 2008 when I had to wake up and say it's unrealistic, even though I have no other skills. I have nothing but music and I'm 32 years old. That was the case in 2008. I had to learn dramatically, learn a new profession and take the risk of failure. Although there was no option at that point to fail because I was so desperate to learn something new and understand how to enter a real job market and not be a freelancer anymore. There was no option to fail, but the risk was still there. So I had to overcome that uh, fear and insecurity, plus a 20-year-long history of really low self-esteem and low self-confidence professionally and personally in many ways. So all this had to get scratched off the board and start new, and I embraced nursing school. So uh, now, 10, 11 years later, I'm a home care nurse. I love my job. I love my patients. And um, that's about it professionally. Oh, that's great. I mean, that that's um, in a nutshell. I mean, uh, you're a vinyl, violinist. That's a doctorally prepared violinist, a, you know, professional, you know, you've done that. And that's so beautiful. I, I Have you um, used your music in your nursing practice? Like, have you ever bought your violin for like music therapy? No, I have not actually, because uh, the problem was I wanted to get into a full-time position as soon as I graduated nursing school. Mm-hmm because I wanted to get used to the stress, uh, understand time management. And um, there was simply no more time to practice the violin the way I used to, because I used to practice between seven and nine hours a day, right? Oh my. You either practice or you don't practice. And with music therapy, a couple of leaders um, in management had an idea, oh, well, maybe you can play for patients. So that went nowhere because they were always so busy. We could barely manage the patients we had right. in a shift. So, of course, there was no time for pleasurable activities, such as a nurse playing the violin for the patients when she has to take care of patients. Right. So that went nowhere. And um, no, I actually transitioned after when I started working as a nurse. I already had been a musician for 29 years. So I figured let's let's explore other areas of life i have been practicing the violin for so long that it's really okay if i now let go of that and dive into something completely different into something right okay into something different and change no that's that's really no it's that's a lot did it you know um to change you know and and to make a very different you went from the one side of the brain so they say to like that's a science brain i mean even though we use all of our brain but um that must have been a, a hard transition it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you say it so lightly. It was interesting. Um, so let's chat. I mean, you're also an author. So let's talk about the book that you've written and um, how has that helped and changed your life and what, you know, what it's about. And then we'll discuss further. The book is called, It Really is Simple, A Holistic Approach to Self-Confidence, A Practical Guide. And it was recently published by Classic Day Publishing. Um, The book is my way to achieve um, perpetual health, wealth in relation to my career, spirituality and relationships. So everything integrated to make me a whole person the way I want to be and have full control over my life and not depend on anybody else to make decisions for me. 
if that makes sense. You know, it at hundred percent makes sense. I, I wouldn't have started this uh, podcast if I didn't wholeheartedly believe what you're saying. Um, Cause there's many aspects to your health journey and to the wellness encompassing of whole health. So I, I think that we, um, take for granted, uh, maybe one part we think physical and then we forget the mental or the, or these yes. other 15 other parts that are really included in there. And, uh, we, we just, um, we neglect it or we just are unaware. Yes. Um, well, we're focused on something and neglect the rest. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we just don't identify that we actually may have a, um, a disconnect or identify that we don't have, we don't know. Well, we don't, you know, we're not aware that we just haven't put energy toward certain parts. <clears throat> so um, would you like to discuss like a story or part of, um, you know, not just why you wrote the book, um, but kind of what made, uh, you know, <clears throat> you kind of- I wrote the book because it started bothering me seeing people who could be very successful and happy not being that way um, with the patients. I mean, I've learned from the patients just as much as from nursing school and clinicals, of course, but you see people who uh, are in poor health, poor finances and uh, rely on poor relationships. And when you when it clicks in you that it's all connected and then people start asking you, so how come you are 100% healthy? Uh, how are you able to do fitness two and a half to three hours a day? How are you able to partake to a vegan diet without a compromise and detox every day. And then financially speaking, how do you manage your job and three real estate businesses and your options trading? Because I am a very avid investor and I'm a firm believer in multiple streams of income. So you don't have to rely on an employer until you're 65 or on a 401k and see it crash in the stock market like we saw in 2008. And very recently, I figured, why don't I write what I did? I'll offer to the people. This book can reach millions of people because it's completely based on personal experience. There is no BS in the book, right? I mean, I refer to literature, literature every once in a while, but nobody wants to read statistics in literature because they can buy the literature and I don't have to regurgitate somebody else's experience or research because my own experience is colorful enough and I can tell people, this is what I did. This is what happened to me. This is how I overcame my uh, 20 year plus insecurity in myself, the sole entity that would bring me success if I wanted it, how I brought every single of the five important aspects of life under full control. And I keep it under control because I'm very vigilant about it at all times. See so if you like it, you can create your own system or you can just get inspired by what I did and Absolutely. improve your life. I love it. I, yeah. I think that's, it's important to kind of like see that, you know, um, I talk about like 15 points at this point, but um, I any amount of understanding that it's just not one aspect. Um, I think that it, it's just so unnecessary for people to like, and also know that the it takes time. You know, um, it's yes. not like an overnight or one pill. It's like a progress. It's time and to manage. I mean, this probably didn't happen for you right away. Not just writing the book, no. but ch fixing your health journey. It probably took a number of years, right? My health, uh, I've been always uh, mindful of my health, but I just didn't know I wasn't um, diligent enough with it until I embarked on the very healthy whole foods, organic vegan diet. I had stopped eating the meat and chicken in 2000, but my energy levels were still like, eh, you know, I get tired in the middle of the day and all that. I was a martial artist for 12 years, a great experience and a dream come true that I couldn't realize when I was a child. But um, when you change your nutrition and really take... Um, 
control and uh, ownership of your self-discipline and stick to the plan without right. a compromise, that changes everything for you. And it's not just with your diets and your exercise. It's with the same when you treat your finances in a very self-disciplined and controlled way by your own plan that you have set in relation to your long-term goals and dreams. And you don't deviate from the plan unless to adjust it to uh, temporary and favorable circumstances and then keep going. That's what elevates your life to a whole new level. The ability that you know that you're able to do it and you actually did it and you keep doing it. That, you no, know, no, it's like the consistency, the discipline, the time, the effort that, you know, you're taking. And um, as we discussed prior, you know, your multiple streams of income, so your financial health, your physical health, your mental health, you've overcome these, these aspects and now are able to kind of see the other end. And now you feel pretty free, probably. Yes, very much so. And much happier, although I'm very fully aware of all the problems around me. I just feel that I can show my resilience in any situation and handle it no matter what. That's which is a very important feeling of uh, you know stability in in an abstract way, but it is a true way because like great entrepreneurs say, if I lose it all today, I'll build it back tomorrow because I know how. I've done it once, I've done it twice. I can do it again. Right, right. No, no, that's that's so important because I feel like now you're strong enough to be able to do whatever you need to do to make your, you know, to make your life better, whatever. That's right. And I'm hoping to teach others. I mean, the book also partially came because people were asking me, like I said, some were really interested, some would listen, others would not listen. But ultimately you say, okay, it's time to give back to the world. Sit for two years, write a good book full of facts and um, things that they can relate to because uh, many people will relate better to you if you didn't come from a rich family, but made yourself rich. It's easier for people to relate than somebody who is already born into wealth and then tells them how to live their lives. It's not as um, the connection isn't the same, right? right? So that's my passion to educate people on how to better their health and finances. And if they listen, great. If not, I, I will definitely <laughs> tell you someone needs to listen. Someone needs to hear. Um, as an individual that also believes in financial health as part of my, you know, the integrative whole health group, um, it's important. Um, if you don't have good finances and you don't have um, the independence to, you know, purchase things or do things, you get stressed. Your body and your physical and your mental and everything is affected. So um, exactly. how you spend, what you don't spend, what you overspend and what you're doing are factors. So And you're forced to work more hours that is healthy for you. So what, say that again you're forced to work more hours than it's really healthy yes. for you and to yes. ignore your health and relationships. I am not the expert in financial health, but I would say I have learned so much. I would, I revert back to saying my husband's the expert in financial health. I became a knowledgeable person because it was a necessity for me to understand. Exactly. And it became now I'm like, I don't know any other way now. So, but I think there's a ton of individuals that need to understand their, their self-esteem and their self-worth exactly, and their, with their financial. So if you just have one small tip for someone today, if you'd like to share. Um, well, uh, learn as much as you can, as early as you can. And don't be complacent. Do not uh, allow yourself to get influenced by people who are just as ignorant as you are. Right. That's, that's very important. And you say you're not an expert in financial health, but 
to some people you may look as, as an expert because you have built your life that works for you and you're independent in so many ways that other people are not independent. So to many, you are the expert. And how do you define an expert anyway? Because there are lots of experts that give us horrible advice. Right. No, they're, they're, oh if God, it totally works are. and if you're successful and you're prospering, mm-hmm. you are an expert of your own life. Mm-hmm. And that's all that ultimately matters. That's a really good point. You are an expert of your life. That right there is profound. That's the right. only thing you really need to be an expert in, your own life. And then you don't depend on anybody else. You don't care about other people's opinions. And you can give them a chance to do the same by inspiring them if they're willing to uh, gain from your experience and your knowledge. Well, and I know that they're, like you said, you're going to be making courses or going to be uh, teaching people. There are many individuals that need to hear your story, you know, that need to read your book or, or to learn from you. Because um, I think that there's somebody that needs to understand where their self-worth is. And I bet you there's someone on the phone or someone watching or listening that is like, I had another career and I want to change it. How do I do that? Or I had another job and I feel lost or, you know, and then what do I do? And then not to depend on someone else to give you that income that in itself, that's another element. So there's plenty of people that need to reach you. And yeah, I come from a culture where it was considered to be 32 years old. It was way too late to learn anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, my culture in Bulgaria, oh, what are you going to learn at uh, 32? You know, you've already been a musician for 26 years. And that's a very detrimental ma- mindset. Mm-hmm. And I will tell your listeners, please don't succumb to that mindset. Get over it. You can learn new things because in 10 or 20 years, you will regret that you didn't start today. If you really feel that you want to change your path. They can change their path at any age. Yes, and pretty there's much. No, pretty there's much. no number. There's no the mindset of changing. I I mean, that is pretty important. I, I just talked to one of my colleagues that I went to my doctoral program in, and she was in her 60s. We both were in the same program together. And she said, I figured it out in my 60s. And, you know, and I, I remember, you know, she's one of my really good friends. And, and she's like, it's never too young to finish, you know, even that individual that finishes high school, right? Exactly. <laughs> to learn. Exactly. I mean, you don't have to have all these degrees to be an expert in something. It's just learning. And like you said, to keep learning. And experience. And experience. The old experience, you can always apply to new things. Uh, if you can um, distinguish the useful experience from the one that you really have to leave back in order not to stop you from your progression towards your new knowledge and, and new self-realization. like the taking actionable, like take actionable steps, like to actually do it. You know, I tell, oh, people, things, <laughs> I tell people things, I'm like, make sure you're doing it, not just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would love for those to reach out to you. What is your website? I'm going to have it in the show notes and, and your information, but how can those reach you? My website is www.holisticselfconfidence.com. Uh, no dashes. And okay, holisticselfconfidence.com. Um, yes. I have a YouTube channel with a couple of videos there. There's also a link um, to the website. And my name is Alexandra Docheva, D-O-T-C-H-E-V-A. Bulgarian Docheva. name. Nice. Docheva. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, the book is currently available in paperback and ebook formats. 
Perfect. So there are two choices for the readers, whichever one they prefer. Uh, the ebook is purchasable worldwide. The paperback, mostly in the U.S. Uh, through the website and uh, Canada and Mexico, also through Amazon. Perfect. That's great. I um I look forward to them reaching out to you or just buying and, and learning more about you, and um and I can't wait for you to you know join us in other adventures. Um, we'll I would love even to have a collaborative book at some point, so you know hopefully you'll be part of that. And, oh, thank you. That will be great. Yes. Yeah. So, um, is there anything you'd like to um, add to the listeners and those watching today? Well, I can tell them a quote from one of my favorite um, mentors and authors, Robert Allen, the author of Creating Wealth. Robert Allen says, Your current thinking got you here. Only new thinking will get you out. This is one of my favorite quotes from him. Thank you. I just wanted to pause on that. So thank you so much for sharing. And um, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate you today. Thank you. Of course. And thanks guys for listening and for joining in on today's chat. And make sure that you have a mindful way each and every day. Namaste and God bless. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G, reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.